Welcome to Open Oceans. I'm Sarah. And I'm Pax. And today we're here to learn about the work of people researching and conserving life in the world's oceans. In today's episode, we'll be hearing from researchers hubbed out of UBC's Institute for Oceans and Fisheries. So Taryn is a second year master's student in the Marine Mammal Research Unit. Uh, she's focused on transient killer whale presence and prey consumption. So welcome, Taryn. And can you please tell us a little bit about your research goals? So essentially what I want to know is how many transient killer whales are spending time in this area when they're coming here, where are they spending their time, and then which individuals of the transient population are actually coming here because we're able to tell them apart. And then all of that will be put into their prey consumption. So looking at how many seals and sea lions they're actually eating each year, um, just because there's been a lot of discussions about seals and sea lions and their effect on current Chinook salmon populations, are transients actually kind of acting as like a natural control for these harbor seal and sea lion populations? Right on. So for our audience who doesn't know as much about transient killer whales potentially, how do you tell individual members apart? There's actually three different kinds of killer whales off the coast of BC. So we have the transient killer whales who are the mammal eating, so they'll eat seals, sea lions, dolphins, etc. We have the residents who are the fish eating and then offshores who are primarily shark eating. So for actually telling the individuals apart within the populations, you look at their saddle patch. So that's the like white patch on their backs. You can look at the shape of it and then also their dorsal fin. So they'll have unique shapes and also scarring or nicks on their dorsal fin. And one of the newer things kind of that researchers are using to identify them is their eye patch as well. So the white patch beside their eye, kind of like a fingerprint for humans. Very cool. So that leads right into our next question, actually, <laughs> which is on the technology. How has it changed in your research? So for sightings, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So for my project, I'm actually just using previously collected sightings. So that can be from like whale watchers, researchers who are out there on their boats, um, and even public sightings. So if there's members of the public who see whales, if they're like on the ferry or just on a walk somewhere where whales are really commonly found, they can take pictures, upload them, and I can identify which individuals they saw. But kind of one of the newer things, especially in the last few years, is people using apps to track the whales. So like whale watching companies have apps within their organizations that they'll share with each other that they can directly pinpoint where the whales are at what time. It honestly also, we, we rely a lot on sightings from other people. So if people even post on like a Facebook group or something that they've seen a group of whales at this specific part, it lets us know the direction of the whales, how we can follow them or where they're headed. So as a research scientist, what aspects of your research do you find the most fascinating and engaging? I mean, the most fascinating part and like the most fun part is obviously being out on the water, able to see the whales. Like for my research project that I'm working on now, I don't go and collect my own sightings. I'm taking sightings from organizations. But being able to work on that research project on the residents, we were on a boat for like a month each year. You were seeing whales every single day and like it's amazing to actually be out there. So out of all of these encounters with transient killer whales and resident killer whales out on boats that you've had, are there any in specific that have just left a huge impression on you that you just think of when you think back to your field research? Yeah, I mean, I'm lucky in that I can say I've seen like 
killer whale encounters in general. I think the one that stands out for the transients would be, it was just off of Nanaimo, just hunted a seal and transients will essentially play with their food a bit. And so they were like tossing the seal up into the air with each other. And that was just really neat to watch as a scientist. So that was the best transient encounter. And then I think probably for the residents, the calf like had this long piece of seaweed that it kept playing with and it would like let it go and the mom would have to go get it and bring it back. And just the way that the mom and the calf were interacting with each other was really cool to watch. You think you're going to stay with whale research <laughs> after hopefully, you finish? Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. It's really fun to like be a part of all of this, but it's also a super competitive field, obviously, because everyone wants to research whales. But Thank you so much, cool. Taryn, no for sharing your experience with us. Thanks for having me. Music was created by Chiel and provided by YouTube Free Audio Library. Be sure to join us in our next episode to learn more about marine conservation. Thanks for tuning in.